Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hey guys, welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. I'm Brian. I'm here with Tim, Dave, and James. What's up? How's it going today? Hey, hey. We just made Brian do that to make hey the on him. Right, so let's, <laughs> let's, do the real one. let's do the real one now. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Broadhead plastic. Plastic. It's, nice. it's, it's not for deer, but. Be able to use it, shoot, really? yeah. Small game just, and stuff. I think I cut my nose on it. Huh. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Bull Hunter Planet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. What is this yeah. for? It's, it's for a, like small, small game. game. It's really? cheap. Yeah, it's it's like you get ten out. for twelve bucks. It's like a squirrel or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of cool. Keeping your quiver, you want to blast a free shot yeah, off. Stupid <laughs> squirrels mouthing really off of you. Probably would do some damage, huh? It's sharp, dude. It's like oh. those plastic knives you use at home. You know, I got a set of those things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do it. How many out? Uh, what is this on? Uh, Hundred grain or what? I mean, they go that's by that's one twenty five, but they have hundred too. Huh. Are, we, are, are we still on? Are we still doing this? Doing what? Are we, are we starting over? What's going on here? What do you mean? What do you mean? Just chatting. What are you doing? We're chatting. Just noticing if something's still up. That's all. Just looking around. Well, I see it. It's live on mine. I got I got a play in here. So. Oh, there we go. Man, that's sharp. Oh, it's anywho, moving. it's moving on. Sorry. Anyway, we're looking at the computer. We thought our computer still up. Hmm. How's everybody out there doing tonight? Are you guys on the road driving, listening to the mm-hmm. podcast? Are you working out? Working at work, and it's like working give out. You, get your mind out of work. You can get, listen to us getting talking. swole. Where's the you get swole? <laughs> Are you like totally doing creatine? Is that what it's called nowadays, or just mouth, people, I don't know if people do creatine. What anymore. is it called anymore? I mean, they might. I just take protein. But. He just he just he does that steroid shot. Yeah, I butt. just do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> just get straight to the point. That's a funny, yeah. so funny, actually funny story about that. I was sick. So I, can... I was sick last week, right? And I go I go to the urgent care, and like my throat is killing me. I can barely talk. And <laughs> I'm uh, they're they're like yeah, it's not. I mean we they can't they couldn't give me like the flu things. So, like yeah. the fever was always already gone and all that kind of stuff. But they're like, well, we can give you like a steroid for your throat that'll make you feel a lot better and blah blah blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, actually I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, and so so I'm sitting there for a little bit. They leave. They come back in. Guy guy walks in and he goes, "All right, bend over and take your pants down." What? <laughs> like, I turn to him. I go. I go. Uh, you mind telling me why? Are you going <laughs> to at least buy me dinner first or what? Right? I'm like, Jeez. <laughs> like, that hasn't happened to me since college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least buy me dinner first. Huh? So anyway, so let's um, let's talk um, let's talk about something you've been doing a lot lately, Jamie, which is uh, shed hunting. So um, have you had, have you had some some success this year? This year we found it's a little early for Michigan. <laughs> Uh, I was noticing on Facebook, like a lot of other states, like Iowa and stuff, people already find a lot of sheds. But I guess I found out after I walked the, everywhere <laughs> I usually walk for about a month that about 90% of Michigan's ears still have their antlers. So right. <laughs> I was kind of wasting my time. But we did find another deadhead. We found one last year about the same, probably about, man, I want to say a quarter mile from the last one we found last year. It's a great big one we have up here. 
Um, the one I found this year is probably about 90 inches. The one we found last year is like 130. It was oh, real nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. But, you know, I'd usually, I go to different spots, and I try to walk, like, places where no one else will walk, right? Because right. we're kind of in the city, so I go find different places, like metros and stuff like that. And I'll just walk and walk and walk. And, and it seems like I'll always find, when I find them, I find two different ones. It's not the set. Hmm. It's like I find one, and 100 yards is another one. And then it'll be one day, and then the rest of the season. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> but I've got I've gotten good. I found some on our on our lease, which is pretty cool. No one stole those from me. So I've I've done pretty good the last few years. You know, a lot of guys hardly find them. <laughs> so I've I never, never found tell. any. I've always tried, but I've never had any luck. You know. It's just miles, man. And especially if you're going somewhere where you think people have been, you gotta <laughs> go where you know. That's why you get your big old muck boots and you just go in right. the mud and. Isn't it isn't it a little disappointing though because you're going out there and you're finding these sheds and it's like the biggest deer that like you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it makes for cool. Like I put them, I take mine, I put them all around my TV in the basement, yeah. and they're starting to build up. And I found yeah, this pretty cool, cool uh, table. You can make a table and have like a little drop section in the middle and have a piece of glass and you can put all the oh, the cool. sheds in there. Awesome. And it looks pretty right. cool. That's really cool. So that's what I think that's I'm gonna cool. do. You gotta make one of those um those chandeliers. Yeah, I don't know if I'll have enough yeah. for that. I've got <laughs> two nice ones that would probably work for that. I know we talked David and I talked about one time making a, a basket or that you can make something like with some kind of wire. I want a basket for right here. And like bone. you That'd put cool. you know, you put corn or something down and then when the deer go yeah. down to get the corn their antlers get caught or something or I don't know. Yeah, some people are doing that, but like Oh, you're some talking about he's talking like, about chicken wire. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a chicken like wire. Like a shed trap. But sometimes, man, they'll get their antlers caught in those and yeah, they'll mess them up and kill them. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So Never you, thought of that. Is it so, illegal? I don't know if it's illegal, but I've seen some like bad stuff on Facebook about them. <clears throat> what I would do, what I would do is like take some corn and like take some sticks and maybe right, like, that's not a bad idea. Put them down there. Yeah, we never maybe they did can it. get we out of it. About, right. Yeah, the chicken wire kind of weirds me out. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought. Of I want to see some wrapped up in in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sure. mess any deer up. But yeah, no, I hear you. But no, so, it's, uh, it's what, a good exercise. The, uh, when, when do you start? You start like right after season, or like or? since I noticed like everybody was finding them in um, like uh, January already. I started going out, which was probably a good idea because I did find that deadhead. But usually, probably a nice thaw in March is probably the best time I think, because that way you don't. If you go too fast, or if you wait too long, like once you're finding them in June, yeah. the, the squirrels evade them. Yeah, I was gonna say, you so, watch for the critters, right? Yeah, so you gotta you gotta find the perfect time where all the deer drop their antlers, so you have more, to, the, you know, more to wily, find. Wily coyotes. Yeah, and then um, just walk. It's just miles of walking. I mean, find trails. And, you know, right after a little snow yeah. is probably the best because you can see all the trails. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so I just you walk know the trails and okay. look side to side. So you walk the runs. Yeah. That's what you're walking. That's yeah. cool, man. It takes you into some crazy places. I've got lost. You ever Thank take, God uh, for GPS. Ever take your dog out? No, my dog was never good like that. <laughs> yeah. That would <laughs> be cool, smart, right? Bring a dog out. If I, see. if I get another dog, see. I'd probably train him to do that. Yeah. 
That's what I'm hoping here. So I got him. I got him working on him, like in the backyard and stuff like that. He seems to be on him, like pretty decent. Well, can go out with us. We'll yeah. walk some miles. It's yeah. just off a scent, huh? That you just put in front of him. Or yeah, how do, how I mean you? that's really what it is. It, you know, like when when you're taking him out, um, he's got to know what he's working for, right? Right. Because traditionally, the way he's trained, he's a bird dog, so he's got to be, you know. So he he at first is going to be on those birds, and that's the way I wanted it. I want him to to be attached to those birds first. Uh, but then after that, you know, you slowly start working in other scents. So, like, I have this, I have this routine when I'm training him is that when I'm training him, before I train him, before I take him out or like right at the beginning stages, I'm showing him what I want him to find. Oh, so okay. he kind of he right. kind of identifies to like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I want, I, he's got an antler. My dad's got an antler, so that's what I'm going to go for. He's got a bird, so that's what I'm going to go for. Type right. That's a dog. He's going to get distracted, and you know, quite frankly, if he hits on a bird while we're out there, yeah. I'm praising him for it. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. That's, he's doing what he's supposed to do. But uh, if he's if he's searching around and finding everything else too, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a happy man. That's so, cool. It's good. Dogs love antlers, though, man. They sell they them do. in the store, and they're yeah. expensive as hell. Heck yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. And they chew, like yeah. my mouth chews right. He chew right yeah. through them. So yeah. I wonder why. I spend you know hundred hours a year, and I find three or four. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. Wife's like, how the moon did you find today? You walked for four hours, and I'm like <laughs> none. But it was. It's nice to be outside. And right. It doesn't it bother me. I don't no, care. it's it. You get you get out and about. Yeah. You can actually like kind of. I went this one place, and I mean, it's in Michigan, and it, it was nothing but hills. I could barely walk when I got done. Yeah, I'm like, I have had enough. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Didn't find With one. With your yeah. muck boots on, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's, that's sure. helpful. You and usually a sure. backpack. Yeah. Plan a route to where you go out and then swing back and come back instead of, you know, if you're going to walk four miles, walk two and then two back, right? Instead yeah. of walking all the way <laughs> yeah. four, then now you're like, right. yeah. oh, man, I got a four more. Have you gotten back. lost? No, because I got my phone. It, it shows me where my truck is. Gotcha. So. But. Sense. But I've been in, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. where is this? When am I going to hit a highway? <laughs> so, so speaking of tracking, um, let's talk a little bit about deer tracking. You know, after after the shot, you know, there, there's there, there's plenty of times where, um, you know, you're out and you're kind of, you take the shot and it's like, okay, now what? Now what do I do? And you, you always hope, right, that the deer's there, that you walk up and it's like, it's laying there, but... It doesn't always happen that right. way. So I guess my, my first question for you guys is, is how long do you typically wait after you uh. shoot a deer before you even attempt to go out? I'll go first. <laughs> Unless I see it drop, I at least give two, three hours now. Right. <laughs> because I, one of the biggest deer I shot in my life went in probably about four to five inches, and I know it hit a lung, and it did a, did a roll and took off, right? Yep. And I'm, I went up to the house. I'm like, well, I don't know. My neighbor, like, talks me into going after it after 45 minutes. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, it seemed like a good shot. He rolled. He must have got hurt. Yeah. And then about half an hour after looking, we found the spot where he was laying. Blood everywhere. Dried up after that. He was gone. Hmm. So from now on, I'll go to breakfast. I'll do whatever. But unless I see a drop, I'm not going after it. Yeah. Because the one I shot this year. I was going. I took the. I had it on video with the crossbow. I look at it. The, the arrow didn't go through, or the bolt didn't go through. But it was perfect, like heart shot, blood sprayed, and not, everything. And I'm like, you know, he's done. But I'm giving him two, three hours for sure. Mm-hmm. Blood, huge blood trail. Never found him. Really? It's like went on to the neighbor's property. I got oh, yeah. permission. I walked that for like four hours. My mom was trying to help me. I was crazy. <laughs> 
That's like, just funny. stay there in the car. I'll be right back. That's and it took hilarious. me four hours. And I came back with a couple other guys the next day. And then I went back. I'm like, it made that no sense. Amazing. That's you just, that's amazing. sometimes these things are invincible, but. Mm-hmm. I had, I see, I, I think I had the, uh, the exact opposite story. So it, to me, I go out right away now because what happened to me this year was absolutely just ridiculous. So it was, uh, I, don't think, I don't think Brian heard this I, story. Yeah. So I, I mean, so, so this is, this is the fall hunt. It was early season, um, tagged a nice doe, man. And it was, it was a good shot. Um, I, I'm shooting, I'm shooting in front of this hill. I, and I shoot, I shoot the doe, and the doe runs out behind the hill. So I don't, I don't know where it went, right? So, but I, I wait, I wait. Normally, I'm, I like, I'll wait like twenty minutes, and I'm ground blind hunting, so I'm not in right. a tree stand at all. I wait, and I get out, and I, I go to find my arrow, and uh, I, I, uh, I find it, and it's I'm so pissed. As soon as I, as soon as I find it, I, I hear behind me something move, and I look, and the doe gets up and starts running, and I'm like, crap. Wow. I'm like, all right. So now, now I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm just gonna let it sit. There was, you know, I, I saw blood, um, you know. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna head back in. We'll come back out. We'll do some dinner or whatever, and we'll come back out later. So, um, well, we head back in. Um, John, I was with John at the time. He shot one. We went and got his. Had dinner. Come back out. So we're talking probably three hours or so, right? And we get out there and we start looking and we, we found blood and we track it to where, you know, where I knew it was laying, but we, we still followed it over there. And there's a, there's a decent pool of blood there. I'm like, all right, cool. So, um, we start looking and we just, we follow this blood trail and we follow this blood trail and we follow this blood trail and we went, it had to have been probably close to 400 yards. Wow. Um, <laughs> And we're just, it's, we're not seeing it. We're like, we're like, what the heck happened to this thing? So eventually, and this is us tracking it now. So we waited three hours. Now we've been tracking it for about two hours or about five hours deep into this thing. Now we finally find it and there was nothing left of it. It was completely eaten by coyotes by the time that we found it. And uh, so, so kind of to backtrack a little, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to spoil the story. When, when, when I was walking out, you could hear, I, I could, when I'm walking back to my car, I could hear coyotes probably about a hundred yards, like behind me. So the, it was probably about 150 yards away from, um, from where the deer was laying. And I, I know without a shadow of doubt that as soon as I left, those coyotes were on that thing and pushed that thing, you know, another 400 yards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking to it, you know, talking to the guys that were there, that was out there, there was, there was another guy that was with us that was back towards where I was, um, where I was, uh, where we actually found the deer. And he was saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, so at about, right at about dusk, right, right when you were, like, you were heading in. He's like, I heard a whole bunch of coyotes and you could hear something screaming. Oh. And so, and that was, that was within 45 minutes from when I shot it. Hmm. So this thing, I mean, this, I guarantee you we would have found it like right where it laid down the second time. Um, but within 45 minutes, this thing was like done over a, and it was like completely destroyed. And I just, I, I vowed like as soon as I shoot it, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to at least like 
try and find blood if I hear some coyotes, right. you know, going out there. That's but crazy. It's, I, I just, it was far. the weirdest. I've never seen it. I mean, it was, there was nothing wow. left. I'll have to find some pictures and post it, but uh, there is, I mean, it was ribs. That was all that was left with huh. left wow. of it. So. Yeah, and that's something we got to do out in our lease, too, is smoke some of these coyotes. And it sounds like you have some work to do with that hunt club. Yeah, no, right. I think, I think we, yeah, we, so then, next night, next night, we just got pissed off and we went coyote hunting, <laughs> but uh, they were, they were too full. Yeah, I'm getting take a so. nap. Yep, yep. Because they were running we all ain't over. We coming out but... tonight, Timmy. Yeah. yeah, thanks for that meal. You know, I know mm-hmm. when uh, when I shot mine is, um, you know, David was with me and I texted him. He's like, "Well, at least go down and see if you see blood." And uh, where I shot my deer was in high grass, so at first I didn't see any blood, and then I just remember thinking, "I see which way it ran." Let me at least try to see if I can find a trail. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I did was I found a trail that was, I felt the deer went to, and then that's where I found blood. So I guess, you know, not, if you don't find blood right away at the first spot, just try to remember where it ran. Yeah. And then obviously think of where, where is this deer going to go, right? It's going to probably go to least resistance, you know, a path of least resistance. I find, I find hunt camp challenging too, because there's always that, there's that point where you kind of, you have too many people. Right. out there and it but, it but it's hard to it's hard to be like well everyone yeah right because really, it's part of the fun experience right yeah everybody hunting, wants everyone, to go see it right. everybody wants to enjoy <coughs> excuse me everybody wants to enjoy you know like the the, the hunt of the the fun of the track. track right but at some point you're you're like man it's five you got five guys out here like if it's not that good of a blood trail, it can be really tough. Right. Um, you know, when you got Unless you have somebody organizing it and exactly. really going slow, right? So, and that's the other thing is yeah. like, okay, so patterning, right? So so what we usually do is like you never step in front of the, the last blood that you got. You always stand there and try and look for next blood, right? right? And then, then you go to the next spot and then you go to the next spot. If you don't see it, then we start kind of like spreading out a little bit. Like mm-hmm. we'll go in, we'll go in a couple different directions, see if we see a little bit run that kind of thing. But it's there's always like this. It's kind of a it's kind of organized chaos, right? Oh, for sure. I guess if you will. But that's I mean it's 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 tough sometimes. Yeah. And then when you so. you know especially at night, right? You don't know is it like it could be ten yards in front of me? Is it is it down? Is it not down? Is it? Yeah. You just don't know, right? And, and there's that night, little bit of excitement, man, right? If you don't have the right light, right? Like like, like the right <laughs> flashlight, especially yeah. you'll never find it I mean, sure. you'll never there, there's some flashlights out there that it looks like a great light like it puts a lot of light out there but it it, mm-hmm. it dims the blood tone down and you can't see it against like the backdrop and all that right. stuff so i know the old timers they they like used they like to use lanterns you know like the old lantern they yeah. supposedly it's supposed to help it glow and i tried it once and it it just was a lantern. Man. I would never find any any light that like you want that fluorescent <laughs> pop, right? Yeah, I want it right. to be like CSI, right? Like, like I take a UV light out there and it's like, oh, there it is. And I'm worried is, about dropping the lantern and causing a forest fire. You know what I mean? Right. So it didn't it didn't do what they said, but all I know is next time shoot a nice deer. It's, I'm just getting a dog. Yeah. It's like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. That's that's <laughs> a, wouldn't it be awesome to to have a dog that could do that? You know what I mean? It would be pretty. awesome. You would just have to have. Well, a like dog. I wasn't there, Dave. Were you there for Jay's dog for Jay's deer? Uh, no. no. Like, <laughs> you should have seen the video for that thing. Because <laughs> he got a dog. He got a dog. To he had the dog it, right? come help, right? So the dog found it, and then when the dog finds it, like the dog's all nice, I guess, right? And everybody's petting. Oh, it's such a nice dog. And then he finds a deer, and then he wants the deer. So if oh, you it's come, his deer? yeah. If you come by his deer, he tries to bite the shit out of you. No way. <laughs> so you like, you like, bitch, hey. That's my deer. <laughs> nice. But no, he found that. What deer. kind of dog was it? 
I can't remember what that one was. Was it like a was it, like a, little, it was a, a little tiny hound? No, it was a tiny little dog. Little dog. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, um, no, those used a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but he had I mean he shot it like through the in the guts and out the yeah. So he else. probably never would have found it. No, right, if he would never would have found that. Probably. Wow, that's something. That's it, was it new. like in, back in like this crazy area? Did it, I think so. Yeah. yeah so the last I mean, couple it's years, totally that's, worth it. That's pretty popular. It's a nice right deer now, yeah. too. So. That's real popular now. I. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I thought. I think the same thing. If I'm having a rough time, then I'm gonna pull back and and probably hire someone like that. You know. Right. I think it makes a lot of sense. Oh I, yeah. The problem is trying to get them out there, right? Because I, I it's. Timing's timing's huge. I mean, right. if they're going to yeah. do it, they got to do it right away. And weather yeah. plays a big yeah. role in that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the other complication of tracking is the weather, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the other part of do I go now or do I wait? Yeah. Is what's the weather going to look like in right. two hours? You know, that fall time, that weather can be all over the place with rain and all that kind of stuff, snow Dude, even. And it's, that's just so hard. Brian's in the rain was unreal. I mean, it was downpouring, and he's like. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And I'm so I'm running, trying to get to him to get out there. And it was like intense. Like I mean, it was coming down right. sideways. I got nervous. I'm like, dang, dude, this is gonna we're, be. We're not gonna, we're not find, gonna this. find this deer. There's no way. And then you know, I get up to him. He's already looking. He's like, I found some blood, but it was coming down. Right. I mean, if I've ever thought we weren't getting a deer, I thought it was for sure that <laughs> night. Well, but. Right. But what's so weird too is once we found it, it was only 20, 30 yards in from where we we walked in. And then the rain stopped the whole rest of the yeah. night. We got it. It was nice. It was so odd, wasn't it? It was weird, man. Yeah. I, I can tell you guys that it, it was it was, it was, was really exciting, and I'm really disappointed because his GoPro didn't work right. And the GoPro yeah. had the tracking of yeah, this in the rain, and it was amazing video. <laughs> like, I mean, it was pouring, oh, yeah. and you yeah. see him, like, going. You see him fine. He's all excited, and there's rain coming. You can see it in the, with the lights and the GoPro. I ended up getting a new memory card because the memory card took a – yeah, and it was a good go. He just yeah. bought the GoPro. It was like a, it was like a stabilization one and everything. I mean, it was it would have been amazing footage, and I was so excited about it. I'm like, yes, you know, this is gonna be sweet. Yeah. And then about I don't know, maybe it was a month later, we were out there hunting again, yeah. and that's when the flood came over that bridge. Oh my god, dude! Talk about <laughs> thank God for muck boots because I was going step by step, and this you river was going see. over the bridge oh, yeah. by about a foot to two feet over. Not wow. two feet. That's too much. It was going over about just almost under my. The top yeah. of the muck boot, so 16 inches about. Oh yeah, for sure. Of water rushing over this bridge, and I'm I'm trying to line you up just the bridge. Look straight. If you miss, you're gone. You're walking, yeah, oh, yeah. You're walking this. Right? You're, it's yeah, like okay. it's like threading a needle. It's a decent width. I mean, it's probably from the door frame here to the wall. That's your width it of cement. So bad in the area oh, where yeah. you guys hunt. Dude, it's like 12, 12, 15. That golf course is underwater. It feels yeah. like this Constantly. the whole time you're going over <laughs> it. Pushing the you. river's wow. pushing your right. legs, and you got to walk right in the center. Or if you go left or right too much, you're in the river. You know, if you're in the river, you're gone. Yeah. You're going down nine Especially feet. Especially coming out. Tell me you tired, guys had right? a video camera out there. I did, somebody but does biff it. Oh, oh dude, man. you wouldn't find the video camera. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was mucky. But it's not like clear water. It's like <laughs> nasty muck. That's funny, <laughs> dude. That was like intense, crazy. But anyway, all right, guys, we're out of here. You guys have a great night. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time. Special thanks again to Vanguard Outdoors, Rax Inc. Um, whole bunch of great brands coming on, and uh, you know. We can't really talk about the rest of the sponsors coming up, but they're coming. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.